everybody. Welcome to 2ZQ Hot Takes, where we discuss issues both big and small. I am your host, the very handsome Tim Kirk, and this time I'll be talking about the LGBT community and COVID. I'll be referencing posts from the New York Times regarding LGBT people and their fear of invisibility in terms of vaccine data, a brief from the Human Rights Campaign about vaccinations and the economic toll of the pandemic to the LGBT community, global trends in LGBT rights during the COVID-19 pandemic from Human Rights Watch, and from the KFF Foundation, the impact of COVID-19 pandemic on LGBT people. First, I'd also like to say that when I say the LGBT community, I mean the LGBTQIA community and everybody who is an ally or not straight or anybody who is just not anti-gay. So when I say LGBT community, I imply everyone. So please accept my apology ahead of time. If I omit you or you feel you're being omitted, I include you you are included, and you are loved. Now, most of this information comes from March, and some comes from May. It's a little bit dated, considering the rapidly changing environment we live in with COVID. Although, this reflects information gathered from earlier in the year and 2020. Now, I'm going to start with the COVID 19 in the LGBT community vaccinations and the economic toll of the pandemic from the human rights campaign. As the vaccine rollout in the United States ramps up, it has become clear that there are disparities in comfort with the vaccines and a need for community outreach and education. New data analysis from the Human Rights Campaign Foundation and PSB Insights, PSB, looks at the LGBT community's sentiments about the vaccine and more recent data on the economic toll that the pandemic is taking on the LGBT community. This new analysis of survey data of 22,000 adults in the United States details how many LGBTQ people living at the intersections of multiple marginalized identities may be less likely to say they want to get vaccinated. Furthermore, the LGBT community holds a diverse array of concerns about the vaccine, ranging from concerns about side effects to perceived costs of obtaining the vaccine. The analysis also builds on past HRC Foundation and PSB research on the economic impact of the coronavirus pandemic on LGBTQ people. First, the brief shows how unemployment has significantly increased for LGBTQ adults and LGBTQ adults of color. Second, it shows that LGBTQ adults continue to face heightened economic consequences of the pandemic compared to the general adult population. Key takeaways. Black LGBTQ adults are less likely to want to get vaccinated. Containing the coronavirus has been a key social issue for the LGBT community, which may explain why an overall 42% of LGBTQ adults say they are very likely to get the 
COVID vaccine compared to 39% of the general adult population. However, black LGBTQ adults are less likely to say they will get vaccinated. Now remember, this is from March. 29% of black LGBTQ adults are very likely to get vaccinated compared to 47% of white LGBTQ adults, 43% of white adults, 42% of LGBTQ adults, 39% of the general adult sample population, 39% of Latinx LGBTQ adults, 36% of Latinx adults, 33% of adults of color, and 27% of black adults. Racial discrimination by today's medical system, as well as historical distrust, may explain hesitancy among the black LGBTQ community. Transgender people overall and transgender people of color more likely to get vaccinated. Transgender adults, including transgender people of color, are more likely than the general population, the LGBTQ population overall, and LGBTQ people of color to say they will get vaccinated. While transgender adults of color are less likely than transgender adults broadly to say they will get vaccinated, the number is still significantly higher than the adult sample population. 53% of transgender adults and 47% of the transgender adults of color say they are very likely to get the vaccine compared to 39% of the adult sample population. Bisexual women are less likely to want to get vaccinated. While bisexual adults are almost as likely as the general population, 39%, and LGBTQ adults to say they are very likely to get vaccinated, bisexual women are less likely. 38% of bisexual adults and 32% of bisexual women are very likely to say they will get vaccinated compared to 49% of lesbian and gay adults. Older LGBT adults are more likely to want to get vaccinated. LGBTQ adults over the age of 65 are far more likely than LGBTQ adults under the age of 65 to say they want to get vaccinated. 69% of LGBTQ adults age 65 and older say they are very likely to get the COVID-19 vaccine when it becomes available compared to 57% of all adults aged 65 and older in the United States. LGBTQ adults under the age of 65 are still more likely than adults under the age of 65 in the United States generally. 47% of LGBTQ adults aged 50 to 64 compared to 40% of the general adult population aged 50 to 64. 42% of LGBTQ adults aged 35 to 49 compared to 35% of the general adult population aged 35 to 49. 35% of LGBTQ adults aged 25 to 34 compared to 31% of the general adult population aged 25 to 34, and 39% of LGBTQ adults aged 18 to 24 compared to 31% of the general adult population aged 18 to 24. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, 8 out of 10 COVID-19 deaths are among adults aged 65 and older due to their higher risk of severe illness. This likely explains why older LGBTQ adults are more likely to say that they will get vaccinated. 
Younger people can support public health by getting vaccinated when possible, not only to prevent their own illness, but also to protect the people they love and members of their community. Low-risk individuals who are vaccinated can save lives of high-risk individuals. Reasons why LGBTQ adults have concerns about the vaccine. While many LGBTQ adults say they are very likely to get vaccinated, some in the community cite a wide array of concerns they have about accessing and receiving the vaccine. Despite the vaccines being available for free, LGBTQ adults have concerns about the cost of the vaccine, especially LGBTQ adults of color, bisexual adults, and transgender adults. Prior to the pandemic, LGBTQ people experienced higher levels of poverty than non-LGBTQ people, with LGBTQ adults of color, bisexual adults, and transgender adults facing the highest rates of poverty. This economic insecurity has compounded for LGBTQ people during the pandemic. Moreover, one in five LGBTQ adults prior to the pandemic did not visit a doctor when necessary because they could not afford it. 23% of LGBTQ adults of color, 28% of bisexual adults, and 44% of transgender adults are concerned they cannot afford the vaccine. Compared to 21% of LGBTQ adults, 20% of white LGBTQ adults, 13% of the general adult population, 11% of white adults, and 17% of adults of color. In addition, LGBTQ adults, like many adults, have concerns about the vaccine being effective and whether it has unknown side effects. Compared to white LGBTQ adults, LGBTQ adults of color have significant concerns about the effectiveness and unknown side effects of the vaccine. Bisexual adults are also particularly concerned about unknown side effects compared to LGBTQ adults broadly. More than one-third of transgender adults have concerns about the effectiveness of the vaccine, and a majority of transgender adults have concerns about unknown side effects. Despite this, transgender people are still more inclined to get the vaccine than their lesbian, gay, and bisexual peers. Well, 42% of LGBTQ adults of color, 37% of bisexual adults and 36% of transgender adults say they have concerns about the vaccines not being effective compared to 37% of adults of color, 35% of LGBTQ adults, 34% of the general adult population, 32% of white adults, and 30% of the white LGBTQ adults. 59% of LGBTQ adults of color, 60% of bisexual adults, and 51% of transgender adults say they have concerns about potential side effects of the vaccine compared to 60% of adults of color, 57% of the general adult population, 56% of white adults, 54% of LGBTQ adults, and 50% of white LGBTQ adults. Many LGBTQ adults, like adults generally, cite concerns with how the vaccine has been handled by the government as well as during the testing and approval process. About one quarter of LGBTQ adults of color have concerns with the government's involvement in the vaccine as well as the testing and approval process. 
bisexual adults are significantly more likely to be concerned about the government's involvement in the vaccine process, while transgender adults are significantly more likely to be concerned about the testing and approval process of the vaccine. And finally, LGBTQ adults face greater unemployment and continue to endure disproportionate economic impacts. LGBTQ adults and LGBTQ adults of color are facing the highest rates of unemployment since HRC and PSB began tracking community unemployment at the start of the pandemic. 22% of LGBTQ adults and 24% of LGBTQ adults of color are currently unemployed due to the pandemic. This was an overall 7-point increase from 15% for LGBTQ adults and 17% for LGBTQ adults of color since the November elections. LGBTQ adults, bisexual adults, LGBTQ adults of color, and transgender adults are more likely than the general population to have recently have their work hours reduced due to the pandemic. Well, there you go. That's from the Human Rights Campaign. And from the Kaiser Family Foundation, the KFF, the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic on LGBT people. This is from March 11th, 2021. Key findings. There has been little data on how the coronavirus pandemic has impacted the lives of lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender individuals in the U.S., Drawing on previous research indicating that LGBT individuals are at greater risk of both COVID-19 health and economic outcomes, this analysis examines the reported experiences from self-identified LGBT individuals from two months of the KFF COVID-19 vaccine monitor and finds that LGBT people have experienced the COVID-19 pandemic differently than non-LGBT people including being harder hit in some areas. Economic, a larger share of LGBT adults compared to non-LGBT adults report that they or someone in their household has experienced a COVID-era job loss, 56% versus 44%. Mental health, three-fourths of LGBT people, 74%, say worry and stress from the pandemic has had a negative impact on their mental health compared to 49% of those who were not LGBT and are more likely to say that negative impact has been major, 49% versus 23%. Views. One-third, 34% of LGBT adults say the news has generally underestimated the seriousness of the pandemic compared to 23% of non-LGBT adults. Three-fourths of LGBT adults, 74%, are either very worried or somewhat worried that they or someone in their family will get sick from the coronavirus, similar to responses from non-LGBT adults, 67%. A large share of LGBT adults report being willing to take CDC-recommended steps to avoid acquisition, transmission of the virus. In terms of the vaccine, while LGBT people report wanting to get vaccinated at a similar pace as non-LGBT people, a greater share of LGBT adults see doing so as part of everyone's responsibility to protect the health of others, 75% versus 48%, while greater shares of non-LGBT people see vaccination as a personal choice, 
49% versus 24%. Why examine COVID-19 views and experiences of LGBT populations? Limited early data available on how LGBT people have experienced the COVID-19 pandemic in the United States has suggested that this group may be disproportionately impacted. The reasons are far-reaching and may include LGBT individuals being at greater risk of worse COVID-19 outcomes due to higher rate of comorbidities, working in highly affected industries such as healthcare and restaurants food services, living on average on lower incomes than non-LGBT people, experiencing stigma and discrimination related to sexual orientation and gender identity, including in accessing health care, and for transgender individuals being less likely to have health coverage. As the pandemic continues to take a toll nationwide, our analysis from the KFF COVID-19 vaccine monitor explores self-identified LGBT people's COVID-19 experiences and offers comparison to the non-LGBT population. We find that LGBT adults have experienced the pandemic differently than non-LGBT people in some key domains, including with respect to their risk of COVID-19, mental health, employment loss, vaccine attitudes, and willingness to engage in risk reduction behavior such as social distancing. The analysis is based on findings from the December and January KFF COVID-19 vaccine monitor and building on previous research conducted early on, offers a new look at experiences nearly a year into the pandemic. COVID-19 economic and health impacts. Echoing previous research conducted earlier on in the pandemic, we find that LGBT adults and their household members report facing COVID-era job loss at higher rates than non-LGBT adults. Since February 2020, 56% of LGBT people report that they or another adult in their household have lost a job, been placed on furlough, or had their income or hours reduced because of the coronavirus outbreak, compared to 44% of non-LGBT people. Separate research has found that LGBT people are more likely to work in industries hit hard by the pandemic, such as restaurants or food services, than their non-LGBT peers. In addition to personal or familial experience with job loss, the COVID-19 pandemic has been hard-hitting for LGBT people in terms of mental health. Prior to the pandemic, LGBT people experienced certain mental health conditions at higher rates than non-LGBT people. In this analysis, we find three-fourths of LGBT people, 74%, say worry and stress from the pandemic has had a negative impact on their mental health compared to 49% of non-LGBT people. In addition, LGBT people more than twice as likely to say this negative impact has been major. In their own words, we asked LGBT people to explain in their own words, what is the biggest concern you have about getting a COVID-19 vaccine? Select responses follow. My biggest concern is actually getting the vaccine on a timely manner and then the second dose with so much chaos in the country. Male, white, transgender, California. Honestly, I just think that the vaccine was rushed, 
but I'll probably consider it later on the future for any side effects of any kind. Female, black, bisexual, Florida. Know what it really contains? Is it trustworthy? Female, Hispanic, bisexual, Florida. However, a larger share of LGBT people believe getting vaccinated is part of everyone's responsibility to protect the health of others. 75% versus 48%, and a smaller share see it as a personal choice. 24% versus 49% compared to non-LGBT people. Implications. Compared to non-LGBT adults, larger shares of LGBT people report experiencing COVID-era job loss say the pandemic has had a negative impact on their mental health and report being worried about COVID-19. As such, it may not be surprising that smaller shares believe the media has overstated the seriousness of the pandemic and with more saying, it has been understated. While sexual orientation and gender identity may drive some of the differences we find between LGBT and non-LGBT adults, it is also important to note the two populations differ markedly in other key areas. Compared to non-LGBT adults, larger shares of LGBT adults are younger, live on lower incomes, and identify as Democrats, factors that may also contribute to the difference observed. Targeted vaccine outreach to the LGBT people could be helpful in reaching a group that has high rates of comorbidities that place them at elevated risk for COVID-19, but has traditionally faced barriers to accessing medical methods. Now, the New York Times has, in COVID vaccine data, LGBTQ people fear invisibility. Now, this is written uh, by Jillian Kramer, and this was published in May of 2021, and it was updated again a few days later. When Josie Nixon visited her health insurer's website seeking a coronavirus vaccine, she felt invisible. On a registration form that collected personal and demographic information, the 29-year-old Denver resident had to select other for her gender. There was no option for transgender women. Advocates and health experts are concerned that Ms. Nixon, like millions more in this population, will be unseen in a vaccine rollout for which data has revealed searing inequities across racial and socioeconomic lines. Communities of color and other marginalized groups have faced some of the most severe coronavirus outcomes, yet have received a smaller share of vaccines. LGBTQ people could face similar problems, but may be overlooked because they aren't counted. Unlike with racial and ethnic data, the collection of sexual orientation and gender identity data is scattershot at best, captured in only a few states and territories. And this echoes what I just read, uncounted and left out, a number of national surveys and studies have found that LGBTQ people are more likely to face hurdles to health care from lack of transportation to outright denial of care. A 2020 study shows that transgender people frequently experience overt discrimination by health care providers from being denied care to being verbally harassed. And care seekers who were out to their providers were more than five times more likely to experience overt discrimination. The article goes on to highlight so many intersectionality inequities and then ends with progress, but still a ways to go. LGBTQ advocates have raised alarm bells throughout the pandemic, writing letters to health organizations and the new administration asking that agencies report on coronavirus testing, care outcomes, and vaccine uptake in their communities.
A few states and jurisdictions have started to make strides. Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, and Washington, D.C. collect and report on some of this data in their COVID-19 surveillance systems. And in September, California's governor signed into law a bill requiring healthcare providers to collect the data for all communicable diseases. But as recently as March, the California Department of Public Health has not made its sexual orientation and gender identity statistics public. And other officials, echoing concerns of those who want to keep their sexuality private, have expressed hesitancy over collecting this information. For example, Governor Jared Polis of Colorado, who is gay, said in an April 2020 discussion with other elected officials that there's a lot of people in Colorado who don't want that info out there. In spite of the paucity of data, the CDC notes that LGBTQ people may be more likely to suffer severe COVID-19 outcomes than heterosexual people, in part because of a higher prevalence of pre-existing conditions, including heart disease, diabetes, asthma, cancer, obesity, and smoking. It goes on to say a February study showed that LGBTQ people with high medical mistrust and concern about experiencing stigma or discrimination were least likely to say they would accept a COVID-19 vaccine. The reason we need to do data-driven, culturally responsive outreach is that medical mistrust and along with that vaccine hesitancy among LGBTQ people is rooted in the stigma and discrimination that this community has experienced over time. Said Alex Kiroglian, a psychiatrist and director of the National LGBTQIA Plus Health Education Center and the Massachusetts General Hospital Psychiatry Gender Identity Program. Some LGBTQ people have the opportunity to receive vaccines in health centers built for members of their communities, but most don't. And placing affirmatively worded sexual orientation and gender identity questions with inclusive response options on vaccine registration forms could encourage members of these populations to more confidently sign up for COVID-19 vaccines outside of population-focused providers. Well, how about that? And finally, Graham Reed wrote this and it was published in February of 2021. Global Trends in LGBT Rights During the COVID-19 Pandemic. It's impossible to evaluate what the year 2020 looked like from the perspective of lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender people's rights without recognizing how COVID-19 put a spanner in the works and made for an especially tumultuous year, including for LGBT people. The COVID-19 pandemic exposed fault lines of inequality, leaving some more vulnerable than others regarding infection, prognosis, and economic impact, including within the LGBT communities. In countries where LGBT people face social stigma, moral opprobrium, and legal discrimination, they have fewer economic opportunities and more likely to be poor, particularly in contexts where some LGBT people were left out of government's economic recovery measures. While struggling with the fallout of COVID-19, 
LGBT people also contended with an onslaught of run-of-the-mill homophobia and transphobia wielded by governments, politicians, and ordinary members of the public. Anti-LGBT bias was directly evident in response to COVID-19 in all regions of the world. In Uganda, police detained some 20 LGBT homeless youth on spurious charges of breaking COVID-19 restrictions and tortured them in prison. In the Philippines, village officials humiliated LGBT people while enforcing curfew. In South Korea, social media users scapegoated LGBT people after some media linked an outbreak to gay clubs. In Panama, police and private security officials discriminated against transgender people while enforcing a gender-based quarantine. Hungary's populist leader, Viktor Orban, used COVID-19 emergency powers to rush through discriminatory legislation against transgender people. The U.S. government under former President Donald J. Trump sought to push back against rights claims related to sexual orientation and gender identity, sending a dangerous signal to governments around the world that such rights were disposable. It established a Commission on Unalienable Rights, framed as a corrective to a so-called proliferation of rights. (laughs) The Commission set out to distinguish between fundamental and so-called extraneous rights, creating a false hierarchy in which women's rights and LGBT rights were at the bottom rung and property and religious rights at the top. In short, the CUR, Commission on Unalienable Rights, sought to create a U.S. blueprint for rights at odds with principles of universality and indivisibility. The CUR was formed in the context of a rollback of LGBT rights in the U.S. under the banner of religious exemptions most notably a systematic attack on the rights of transgender people. The report has numerous anecdotal examples of further discrimination and inequities around the world and some sort of support from the Pope and ends by saying, going into 2021, LGBT rights advocates should build on successes challenging medical abuses while being wary of resorting to criminalization as a one-size-fits-all solution and should push back against efforts to narrow the scope of what constitutes a human right or who should enjoy such rights. They should also be mindful of the stark reality laid bare by the COVID-19 pandemic. Fault lines of inequality underlie every social movement. And if struggles for the human rights of LGBT people leave out those who are socially and economically marginalized, only some will benefit. This is a painful podcast for me to produce, but I think it is vital and necessary. And although some of this information has been dated, just because of the rapidly changing conditions and experiences we've all had this entire year, uh, it is worthy of note. And we should all keep in mind that we're all only human. We're all in this together. Everybody should have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. 
Thanks for listening. See you next time. And as the kiddies say, peace out. Thank you.